This is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Oh, I'm so pleased that you're all here this morning, because I believe the Lord's got something to say to us. He always does, but we don't always listen. Today we're going to listen, because today is resurrection morning. Today we celebrate that he is risen, and we celebrate together, because that's what the Lord has called us to do. Do you know, this morning, as we understand that this is resurrection morning for the first time since the garden, where Adam and Eve took what they shouldn't, and they sinned, humanity now has a way back to God. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. The old law given to show our need of a saviour has just been lived out in the sinless, spotless life of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? But as we know, as we understand in its Um, I guess in its simplicity, that there always has to be punishment for sin, doesn't there? There always has to be punishment for the things that we do wrong. We live by that rule today. Nothing has changed. And on Friday, Good Friday, Jesus took on himself the full wrath of God. Propitiation is the word. It's big. But he didn't deflect the wrath of God. No, he bore it complete in its fullness so that you and I, if we put our faith and our trust in him, do not have to go through that. In fact, it's done. Jesus gave out the cry on the cross. He said, it is finished. John chapter 19 and verse 30. It is finished. Sin is dealt with right there on the cross. But as we looked on Friday, as we saw on Friday, it's not done. You see, because it's not over. It is not over. And that's been the tagline for our Easter, as you've seen, I'm sure, on the, uh, on the screen a few times. It is not over. You see, Jesus had continually told his disciples, he continually told those around about him and all of those with him that he would rise from the dead. They had no idea he was going to die. Little did they know it wasn't going to hold him. And the weird thing is, or I guess the sad thing is, that only his enemies took much notice. Only his enemies took much notice. Not out of, yes, he's going to rise from the dead, but out of fear. The Bible tells us that on the morning that they decided to roll a stone in front of the tomb because they were worried that this Jesus might just rise from the dead. And they rolled a stone in front of the tomb. They sealed it. I mean, if you're going to rise from the dead, is a stone going to stop you? Is a seal going to stop you? Are two guards that were placed there going to stop you? Matthew 27, verse 62 through 66 is where you'll find that account. The guards weren't going to hold him. The seal and the stone were not going to hold him. Death itself was not 
going to hold the author of life. Amen? Not possible. It is not possible for death to hold Jesus. And today, on the third day, early in the morning, Jesus rose from the dead. Sin was defeated on the cross, and this morning, death is defeated. And I stand here immortal. I know. By the grace of God, I hope I don't keep this. But here, this morning, I stand here completely and utterly immortal because my Bible tells me that God has told me that one day I will see my Savior face to face. This is just a shell. Look at it. Terrible, I know. Tall, dark, and handsome. Somebody has to put up with it. It's been tough, but I bear the grudge, you know. I I carry on. But the truth is that we have a God who has done what needed to be done. And one day... I am going to be in glory with him. This is wasting away. Oh, they'll do whatever they want with it after me has gone. But here, right now, I know that I have a hope and a future, and that is based in him. Amen? That's based in him. Let me tell you this, that you can have that same assurance. When we sing and when we heard that song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. That doesn't matter what tomorrow brings for me. Now, don't get me wrong. My own life, it scares me in that sense. But I'm not afraid of what's going to happen after because I am going to see my Savior face to face. Amen? That's a joy. That's a a peace that passes understanding that the Word tells us this morning. I have that peace and you too, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, have that same peace and assurance. And if you do not yet know Him, And today's the day. Let's not faff about, eh? Life's too fragile. Way too fragile. So the way back to God has been done, has been made. And that is through Jesus. Sin and death have been conquered. You know, when they found the tomb empty, it says in the Gospels that they saw the strips of linen that Jesus was buried in. And they saw the face cloth that would have been over his head, folded separately. Jesus had told them, as we see him in his teaching, if you have a look at John chapter 12 um, and verse 24, Jesus said this to them, John 12 verse 24, I tell you the truth, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Jesus, like a seed, came out of his tomb, leaving the old shell, the outer wrappings, as it were, in the ground. He left it there done. We've all seen the beautiful daffodils that appeared. Gorgeous, weren't they? Weren't they? Gone. Terrible. These beautiful things, these oak trees that come from these tiny little seeds, and unless they die, they don't produce life. This is the joy of it. This is why we understand in simplistic terms what God has done for us, that Jesus Christ died on the cross, buried in the tomb. It seemed like it was done, but that was just the beginning. It was just the beginning. That's why it's not over, because it only just begun. It's only just begun. (laughs) Little bit of the carpenters there for you. Hey? Making sure you're listening. (laughs) 
the outer wrappings left in the ground. Are you, are you listening to that? It, it's, it's done. Sin and death, done. And by the grace of God, we have the opportunity. Psalm 16 and verse 10, uh, David tells us of his resurrection. Let's have a look at that. Psalm 16 and verse 10, he says, Because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. We know that David died. That happened. So what's he talking about? Well, he's talking about Jesus, isn't he? He's talking about the Holy One. Because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. The prophecy here of Christ who would rise from the dead. Peter talks about it in Acts chapter 2 when he, uh, when, um, he, empowered by the Holy Spirit, literally goes home with the gospel. He does not mess about. He throws up the ball and he hits a home run. In angry territory, Peter gives the gospel. And he does not hold back. He says, you crucified the Messiah. (laughs) I love that. Fearless gospel. If only we were that brave. If only we were that brave. What a difference it would be. You know, what a saviour, what a king we serve in Jesus. And now we can understand it in, the, in its fullest as we see the verses in John 14 and verse 6. Let's have that up on the screen. We looked at it only a few weeks ago. He says, I am the way, the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me. How do I understand that this morning? We understand it because of Easter. Because on Good Friday, sin was done. As Jesus bore the full wrath of God on that cross. The sin that I'd committed, he took it upon himself. The sin that I've got, that you've got, he bore it upon himself. Him who was sinless became sin for you and me. And there on that cross, crucified. He bled and died for us. But as we know, he went to the grave. And there he defeated death also. So now I can understand when the Bible says this, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. How do I get to God? Through Jesus. As his arms are outstretched on that cross for you, that's how we get to God. We put our faith and our trust in a Savior who loves us enough to give his best for us. We love, he loves us enough to give his life for each one of us. The Bible tells us while we were still enemies, Christ died for us. While we were still enemies, Christ died for us. Now you might not think, um, because you're not quite this harsh on yourself, but let me just be uh, real for a moment, that if you do not know Christ as your own personal saviour, you are an enemy You see that reality? Let's not be scared this morning. Let's not beat around the bush as it were. Let's be honest and open. The Bible tells us outside of Christ we're enemies of his. But the good news is that while we were still sinners, while we were enemies, Christ died for us. So he's given you, as he's given me, the opportunity. While I was still an enemy of the cross, God in his goodness sent Jesus for me. Same as he's done for you, but you have to put it into action. You have to do something about it. Coming to church won't fix it. No, 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 no. Being good, that is not going to help, as nice as I'm sure you are. 
giving to charity, doing good things for people, loving people. These are all wonderful things, but they are not going to get you into heaven. Think about that for a minute because that brings into view so many different scenarios in your life, so many different people in your life. But let's be honest, the only way to God is through Jesus. The only way to God is through him. So therefore, you have to make a decision and you have to, have to, have to ask the Lord into your heart. Peter says this about him in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. For Christ died for sins once for all. Oh, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. I'm going to read that again. And you're going to listen to the you. For Christ died for sins once for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. That's Jesus in my place. Jesus in your place. And he says to bring you to God. To bring you to God. And this is why I said before I got up, it doesn't matter who sat in front or behind or to the left or to the right. This morning the message is for you. Not because I say so, but because the words say so. The message is for you. Are we hearing it this morning? Are we listening to the call of God? Are we listening that he has done what needed to be done so that you might have life? Because the message is for you to bring you to God. Have you ever thought about you being the you? You are the you. So often in life we think it's somebody else. <laughs> Can't be talking about me. No, it's talking about you. And the gravity of it is life-changing. The gravity of what you do with the understanding that you are the you, the gravity of that is life-changing. Because you can pass it off and say, no, he didn't mean me. No, I did. The word of God means what it says. The righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. Jesus did all of this for you. And you know, if there was only you, he would have still done it. I can't get my head around that. But if there was only you, he would have still done it. Now, take everybody else out of the picture. Focus on you just for a minute. It's about you. Because if there were just you, he'd have still done it. God gave his best for you. And the question is, I guess, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You know, I believe it's time to accept. It's time to say sorry. It's the hardest thing to say, isn't it? Oh, I don't feel like I've done a great deal wrong. But this morning, we have to realize our sin before a holy God. And we have to say sorry. And then we can step from death to life. No more hiding. No more holding back. The author of life is calling you. The grave couldn't hold him. He's calling you. I want you, if you're able this morning, can we just stand? We don't do this very often. But if you're able, let's just stand together and let's just pray.
And if you know and already um, have put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, then I want you to pray for those here this morning that don't yet know Christ as Saviour. So as I pray, I want you to pray for these people, these souls that need Christ. Let's not mess about this morning. Let's be honest and open with the truth, okay? This is Easter morning. He has risen, okay? He's risen for you. He has given his best for you. So I want you to pray. And if you're able to pray, and if you feel like you want to pray this sinner's prayer, then pray it with me. But do not go from this place without telling somebody that you've prayed it. Because this is what it's all about. This is what it is all about. If we want life and we want life to the fullest, then now, my friends, is the time to grab hold of it. So let's pray together. Let's close our eyes and let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for all that you've done for me. Thank you for Jesus and the cross and the tomb, which have given me the chance of life. Lord, please forgive me for my sin and come into my heart and change me from the inside out. I confess right now that Jesus is Lord. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.